Hello, hello. Joey here. Welcome back to Droolish. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Droolish. I am your host, Joey Montano. If this is your first time listening to Droolish, Droolish is a sleep and relaxation podcast focusing on helping you relax, get your mind off of your day, and help you sleep. At least that's the goal in mind. If you have insomnia or you just can't stop this consistent mind chatter, well, I believe you landed in the right place. Let my, well, yawn-inducing voice help you just relax. I'm obviously terrible at saying the same thing consistently over and over again, but yeah, it is what it is. Now, self-commentating aside... I often like to talk about a variety of subjects, hopefully to provide value, maybe some brain food while you're trying to sleep, in addition to obviously, well, having you rest. I blend background noises, generally white noise, rain sounds. I do tend to mix things here or there, but wanted to create an overall experience that just helps create a calm environment. No real gimmicks, no ads, no interruptions. It's just me, my voice and my musings of what I learn. If I'm able to help you fall asleep in any way, shape, or form, that'll be super awesome. I've had people reach out to me and say I've helped dramatically, and that's awesome. I've also heard people say this is quite the interesting podcast, which I hope isn't too interesting. I don't try to make it too interesting. I try to make it mildly interesting enough for you to keep attention and eventually drift off in the dream mind. I'm excited for today's episode. Uh, today we are going to be talking about, get this, distraction removal and potential solutions to that. Or at least one that I've been practicing myself, which I think might be a game changer for hopefully anyone and everyone that's listening. Uh, now hear me out. Okay. I know that might sound a little bit far-fetched that, oh, there is an end-all be-all to just solving insomnia, solving sleeping issues, solving everything. No, it's not, okay? I've really been heads down in a lot of things in the last few weeks, and understanding sleep, body cycles, and all that fun jazz, which I think to most of you doesn't really sound like fun. But understanding is the key to knowledge. Knowledge is power, and the power, in this case, is to help sleep. Now, I'm not going to guarantee that this is going to work. I can only speak for what works for me and for what, for, for what I've seen from other people. Now that said, I've had a lot of sleeping troubles, especially in my teens, well, definitely in my childhood teens, and pretty much throughout my 20s. I've been able to fix a lot of the issues in my 30s, and I'm very grateful. But that doesn't mean I've completely forgot about why and how I've had insomnia, the sleep is troubles I've had, and looking back, I've noticed a lot of patterns on kind of how my mind works. Now, again, I can't speak for everyone here, but if this sounds familiar, then hopefully this will help. So, the biggest thing that used to keep me up at night, outside of just insomnia and just not falling asleep, is that it's just the consistent mind chatter of going to sleep. And as I thought about what was exactly the mind chatter that I had while I couldn't sleep, what was I thinking about all the time? 
how could you know how did I stop myself from preventing that from happening? Well, that last question, how to prevent it from happening, that never happened. <laughs> I'll be honest, I just couldn't prevent it. I had to make a lot of habit changes. So uh, the, you know, there's no set end all be all solution. But the other two, the mind chatter, you know, what was going on in my mind? It was a plethora of things. Whether it was just laying down, looking up at the ceiling, and just pondering, what the hell am I doing with my life? And it sounded like my life was terrible. It's just I couldn't sleep, and all I had was just me, myself, and my thoughts. And those thoughts would just keep cycling through. And as someone who has ADHD, you know, it's it's hard to control a lot of these thoughts. And at the time when you don't have coping mechanisms and how to deal with certain issues. You know, your mind will just continue to wander and you'll start kind of going into a rabbit hole of thoughts such as, you know, what am I doing with my life? Like, how am I even awake? Why am I still awake right now? I can't fall asleep. Will I ever fall asleep? I'm like, am I just going to stay up all night? Is that something I'm going to accept? Am I just going to close my eyes and hope for the best? And then I'm going to open my eyes and hope that it's only been 10 minutes that have gone by for me. Um, trying to sleep, but then when I look at my phone, it's actually two hours, and then I realize, oh crap, it's literally been two hours of me not sleeping, but me trying not to think about sleeping. You know, those types of thoughts, and hopefully, I know if you're trying to sleep. I'm debating whether or not this is actually useful or not, because I, as much as I like to talk about sleep, I also would been in a situation where thinking about sleep while trying to sleep is not beneficial, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a teeter-totter of, of a, of things that I'm talking about, and hopefully this is for the better and not for the worse. But that said, the consistent mind chattering ultimately just came to, came to me as a conclusion of what the real problem was, was that my mind was always distracted. And back then in the teens, 20s, you know, even before my early 30s, you know, I really never noticed like where these distractions came from. I've never actually been online, like the internet, I never used it as much as I did today, so I really couldn't attribute like my my restlessness due to the web or social media or anything of the like. So that me get so that got me thinking. Okay, so if there aren't any like super uh, like say extrinsic uh, entrance it's not the entrance intrinsic, it's the extrinsic. I think I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right. Um, extrinsic factors that are coming in. Uh, you know, that's got to be something within me. And if it's something within me, then theory, if it's my mind or thoughts, it's got to be something that I can control. And this is me just reflecting on it now, back then. Okay, so it's not like something I figured out. So what were the patterns then of me, like, of me running into the issue of just restlessness, like mind chattering and whatnot in my 20s compared to if it were to happen more recently? And... It just came down to the fact that there was just so much that I would always absorb throughout my days, whether if it's in my teens, even childhood, in my 20s, trying to build a career, I would spend all my time and effort and energy just consuming, whether if it's just consuming books, consuming forums, and I know I mentioned like I'm not on the internet and social media all the time, like back then, well, I was part of like forums, close groups, and just would just read all day, would just absorb, if I were, even if I were playing video games, I would just absorb all the knowledge and try to learn as much as I can, even when I played poker, uh, like big aficionado of poker back then, like I would consume books, I would to spend time studying hands and just consume, consume, consume. 
But it got to the point to where if you, if not you, but for me, just consuming so much, all that information is just in my brain. And based on how my brain operates and how my mind works, it would always just come by in my sleep as just recurrent thoughts of just saying, oh, you know, maybe poker, like, yeah, I can play poker. Or, you know, maybe I've learned some things about uh, comedy and books. Or maybe read things about marketing or bowling or badminton or different sports that I wanted to get involved in that I, you know, went from zero to 100% in, in learning and absorbing everything. It just got to the point where I would consume so much and it wouldn't actually amount to so much because I never stuck with one thing. Now, that's not to say it's not an issue now, okay? But back then, there was so much more going on that I wanted to take everything in. I was more open to accept everything that was going on. And that started creating a sense of mind distraction. And these distractions ultimately just kept sticking in my head, no matter what, if I even tried to sleep, uh, tried to do whatever I wanted to do, like at night, just sleep, relax, or rest, it just forced these thoughts to just start spewing out in my head. And I don't know if you guys have the same thing, but again, the, the, the noticing point that I had, or the point that, correlation I should say, that I had related to these mind racing thoughts and not you know, just completely like cons consistent mind chatter and insomnia just always had something to do with with it seemed like some shape or form of a distraction that I just couldn't identify that way. and I always like if I have a problem I try looking online for solutions and if things work that's cool but it's not I will try to find my own solutions I'll you know, I'm a big fan of trying unorthodox methods, things that not many people try because it seems skeptical or weird. Uh, I'm a big fan of that because if everyone's doing one thing and it only works for a small percentage, then it just seems like it's just seems like it's more of a mainstream solution that isn't actually viable for most people. So um, if you're like me in a similar situation where you're just like, I tried everything and it doesn't work, well, that's because I mean it is what it is, and it's up to us to, to find out these new you know, ways of helping fall asleep, new aids that can help alleviate mind chatter, and so on and so forth. But even back then, that distraction, it was just distraction upon distraction that I would, that I would do, like, bring upon myself because I would spend all this time absorbing information. And looking back at it now and how that translates to today, I have been even more so distracted um, while being awake. Now I've tweaked my habits a decent amount. I've talked about the things that I've done in previous episodes, how to, uh, you know, how to have focus more on the schedule, build rituals, build habits, um, focusing on the quality of sleep. But that still doesn't really drive the issue of certain habits and tendencies that we do that might actually put us in a position of mind chatter, constant distractions that just that that prevent us from actually flushing out our thoughts to get them in, in alignment to where we don't have to think about them ever again, to where we don't have to focus all of our energy while we're sleeping to trying to sleep or focus our energy to avoid consistent mind chatter. I, I realize that this podcast in itself is a form of, of an aid. You know, that's kind of the point. 
I have a voice that helps people, or at least I believe, helps people fall asleep. I get that it's very monotone. I don't try to do this. I can add more emotion and whatnot. I get really excited. Um, but even then, it just sounds like a louder version of this. So, while this might be a certain aid and it helps like the number of people, uh, this is this is still not the end-all be-all of improving sleep, improving what the real root of the problem is. And I'm going to take a stab at this one, and hopefully you guys will, well, if you fall asleep, that's fine, but this might be something you might want to save for the future. Try it for yourself. At least you owe yourself to do that if you're already here and you're listening. So, to bring everyone in alignment of the meaning of distraction, according to Google, or at least from what the browser show me as I type in distraction, is that it's a thing that prevents someone from giving their full attention to something else. Now, pulling back to the early 20s, like my days in my early 20s, teens, whatever, the only thing that I really wanted was to not be poor, to not be homeless, and to hope things that work out. That was it. It sounds fairly simple, but as the path I took to try to get to that point involves many different many different avenues of making money or many different hobbies whether it's poker poker like stock trading going to school trying to work my butt off you know all those things and there those were only temporary because there was still the whole umbrella umbrella issue that i had which was you know don't be bored get out of debt like those were the big two and the one that i'm realizing now that i'm personally trying to figure out is, and something that's always been in the back of my mind since I was nine years old, is what am I going to do with my life? I've, my whole life has just been a hodgepodge of events, uh, awesome events, experiences, and, and jobs, you know, working with different people, and at the end of the day, it's still not exactly what I feel like I need to be doing. So, you know, that's now, and that's still, even back then. And I don't think that's ever going to change. Um, something that I'm learning to accept. Not fully, but I'm, I'm learning to. But I think a lot of us, as we try to sh sleep and try to go to bed and we have this consistent mind chatter or just random thoughts that just don't even make any sense, it's, I believe that all this just comes down to just having all your thoughts, experiences, everything else thrown into a form of a solution that that you, you know, you yourself are trying to figure out but just can't, but just can't put the right framework in mind. Now, I really don't think I would have came upon this conclusion uh, at all had not, uh, had not the world and people close to me have, like, just yelled at me at this point um, to, you know, to tone down my, my, I'm trying to think of the right word, like my ADHD tendencies, and I don't want to make it sound like it's an optional thing, but to be aware of, at least for me, of my inability to stick with one thing for a long amount of time. Now, I can't say it's an inability, I do stick, do stick to a couple things for a long amount of time, um, for as long as I have like an end goal in mind. Like, for example, marketing, poker, even this podcast. Okay, those are, these are examples of things I have one thing in mind. Um, but when it comes down to identifying this, me, 
for me, maybe it work, maybe it's for you too, is just identifying the one thing that you want to do, the one thing that you truly love doing that you want to pursue or go after. It seems like it's impossible because there are so many things that are out there. There's so many things that you can do. Maybe you could become a YouTuber, you could, you could become a podcaster, you become a professional bowler, you can become like a penmanship master, you can learn how to do penmanship really well, you can write books, write movies, write scripts, partner up with a comedian and have like your own duo. Like you could do an infinite amount of things. So it just seems asinine to pick with one thing and stick with it for the rest of your life. At least that's I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's not. Okay. But that sentiment in itself is pretty much it's it's essentially like just imagining the universe at scale. It's it's something your brain can't wrap around, but trying to do so is only going to create more problems or just more more uh, more of a feeling of like was it uh, the existential existential uh, crisis, you know, like where you just don't know like why you're here, what you're doing and all that stuff. Now, if that sounds familiar, then, then at least I feel like we're on the same wavelength. If not, then obviously I missed the boat, and feel free just to listen and don't pay too much attention. But, but if you are someone like that, at least you feel like you just have constant mind chatter, and it's and, it, and you feel like you're just distracted all the time, and, and it's hard to stick with one thing. I just believe that there's something, there, there, there's a root cause for that, or not just root cause, but the, but there but there is something that's causing it. Now. Thanks to you know, my wife, uh, some close friends, and even just searching the internet, uh, you know, it's uh, one thing became very apparent, and that's staying within your own head, keeping everything in your own thoughts. It will literally be that. And by that I mean, if you're always in your head all the time, if you're always overthinking, you're always worried about outside forces just based on who you are you, know, you will always be stuck in your head so if you think something's going to go wrong despite having very little experience in expecting things to go wrong uh, or just a little experience in life whatever then you don't know what's actually going to happen until you take action that's that's more or less the rule of everything so being in your own head is not good Okay, um, that creates hesitation. That creates that creates more thoughts that are just stuck in your head, and you can't release them. You don't have an outlet. Okay, people say you need a creative outlet. You need something. And I think most regular people have hobbies and different outlets that they do fairly well. They can mix and blend well with their full-time jobs, family, and whatnot. Um, but for us, I feel like that's often not going to be the case. Okay, in case in point. They're still up, and you still have the mind chatter. Like, it's, the chances are, it's likely not going to be the case. Again, I don't speak for everyone, but that's just these are just my insights. So, so what about that? Then? I've talked about how writing things down, doing tasks, like writing tasks and visualizing it, has helped in like my day-to-day productivity and getting things going. And it still has its own merits, and I still do a lot of this stuff. But that still doesn't. But that, but that still didn't remove that feeling that I had, or have, even to this date. And I'm, I'm, I'm equating what I'm feeling now to back then in my 20s when I had, like, in 20s, teens, you know, my days where I had terrible sleeping issues. I'm correlating that to now um, only because I'm more cognizant of it today. 
and it's not hindering my sleeping ability, per se, but it's hindering my ability to, you know, move, move in the right direction to, 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 to improve my sleep quality, I guess. I have to say at this point, improve my sleep quality, improve my life quality. To me, it's all, at this point, wasn't the same. And yes, there are, there are, gonna, there are exceptions to people who have trouble sleeping, and it's definitely not going to be related to this. I mean, those aren't even the exceptions. That's probably pretty standard, but, but I digress. Point being, everyone, world, family, friends, wife, says, told me this. Just write everything down. It doesn't matter. Just write everything down. I've done a lot of writing exercises, but I've usually just half-assed it or whole-assed or whole-assed it in the wrong way. I had a thought. I would take a note card and I would write it down as an idea and let it be. For a list, I told you I get a whiteboard. I write the things I need to do and I would follow it. Works pretty well. But I still never got to the actual. Like, I feel like never actually got to the, the cause of like why am I doing what I'm doing? Where am I going with this? And every time I sat down and I would try to open up a document or just sit in front of a notepad, I would always find a way to not get to that point. Okay, I, never, I would never get to the point where I'm just going to say, okay, I'm going to figure it out today. I'm going to try to figure this out. And I still, don't, I still don't think I have, honestly. However, in the search of getting there, we all need to make progress. The art of actually writing something down, uh, I decided to take more serious, take a more serious approach this time. And again, after hearing everything, I just I sat down one night, and I just my wife just said, "Hey, Joey, why don't you uh, write some comedy bits? You know, you're enjoying the show that you're watching on Netflix. Write some comedy bits. I know you talk about it all the time." And I said, "You know what?" You're right. I immediately pulled my laptop out. I think it was like 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday. Yeah. So, I really had no reason to do that, but I decided to pull it out, open a Google Doc, and just stared at the screen. And I got to the point where it was just back to where I was at square one, looking at a screen, saying, okay, well, what, what the hell am I supposed to write? What the hell am I doing? Uh, so I just look at it, and then... The difference between looking at that screen versus anything else is that I was, I was literally, I'm literally just looking, and I had a certain intent on what I wanted to do, and that intent seemed like it was just a roadblock. I'm like, well, like, what do I want? I'm like, how do I just even start this? And that's where the thoughts, the distractions, and everything else that kind of kept me awake at night that I recalled back in like my 20s, teens, whatever, would just come back in my face, like right then and there. Hence why it kind of inspired for this episode, but I still looked, and it just kind of frustrated frustrated me for a second. So I figured this. I decided that I'm going to write down everything that has been a distraction. And I talked about distractions in the particular email, and that's just one thing. Checking email is more or less could be a distraction. But that whole episode I talked about was just every specific email that I willingly signed up for that didn't even matter. And spam and I'm spending time a day just doing that. Spending mental energy, swiping, thinking if it's worth my while, okay? But that is just one aspect, one sub-aspect and then a bigger aspect of a distraction. So I just, th I just got to thinking, okay, 
if just an email like that is a distraction, if all these thoughts are just distracting me from what I'm doing, then why don't I just pull a little lane, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with, with this example, but I'm going to pull a little lane and just write as much as I can, anything, whatever, if it's nothing, if it's just a syllable, anything, just write it all down, just go non-stop until your brain says, you know, I'm, I'm empty. So that's what I did. That started on Saturday night, like at 11 o'clock. I just called this my last distraction. And I maybe I gave a couple notes that says it's a journal and comedy bits or whatever. I just gave myself a title, an intent. Okay. So I came up with these rules, essentially. Well, I'll, I'll actually read the intro. So maybe if you guys are willing to do this and you're having trouble at sleep at night and it's been a couple hours, aside from eating a Mandarin, which I highly, highly recommend, and I do talk about other things to help you fall asleep, but if you really still can't fall asleep, even after doing the chores, Mandarin, relaxing, the exercises, you know, try this, you know, open your Google Doc, title it My Last Distraction, that's what I did, you can copy this, you can title whatever you want, I made a heading called Intro, and the first thoughts that I decided to type are this, I don't know where to begin, or what to actually write, write yet, maybe that's my problem, I don't take any, I don't take the time to sort my thoughts out, or rather, write them out and analyze them. So I decided to write this journal that documents my actual thoughts. Here's the thing. Since I'm so distracted all the time and my ADHD is running rampant right now, I need some sort of baseline. The baseline is this. Just write what comes to mind with a goal or objective. Example, the goal for me writing this journal is to be a default activity for when I have the urge to do a distracting notion or activity. In other words, Make writing my default distraction when I'm not supposed to be doing quote-unquote productive stuff that either makes me money but doesn't make me happy. If I keep writing what runs through my head, I'll get to the point where I can catch up my thoughts and finally view things in real time in the quote-unquote now. I'm going to keep writing whatever comes to mind and flush it out so in-depth detail that I'll either acknowledge these thoughts or remove them completely as a way to move forward. Okay, so that's what I thought. That's what I wrote in real time. When I wrote that in real time, again, it started out, it literally started out as, I don't know why, I don't know where to begin or what to actually write yet. And it just seemed like at that point, that was more or less a prompt. It's like, well, I'm already here. Where is my mind going to go? And that's where it went. Interestingly enough, that I wrote that whole thing in like two minutes. The thing is like 200 words or something that are 200 words in like two minutes. I, it's like four paragraphs. I don't know. You know, if you ask me how I did it, I honestly don't know. I just wrote what it came to mind in that time. Now, it does help that I have uh, decent typing skills. But the point being is that, for me personally, maybe you guys do. We have things we want to talk about, we have things we want to share, we have things we want to explore, but our, our brains are just going so fast that maybe we're not, able to, we're not able to catch up in our thoughts or the sentiment that we're trying to bring, that how we communicate gets lost in translation, or even how we internalize things just gets lost in translation because we're not acknowledging what we're saying. So by typing, these, by typing this out and focusing my efforts on just what comes to mind and let the fingers flow. I don't worry about spelling, I don't worry about grammar. 
you know, you're, you're practicing, you're practicing focus on your thoughts and you're turning your thoughts into something that's in tangible form. Now, you know, someone can say, oh yeah, write your thoughts, that's, that's the solution. It's like, well, that's, that's, that's answering the what to do. But the how, not many people talk about. Everyone knows what to do to be healthy, but how to do it. Well, eat healthier. You know, you tell me what to do, how? Well, eat earlier. You know, you tell me what to do. Like, how? How does that happen? Well, you need to eat grains. You need to follow this routine. Follow this routine to a T with directions. Oh, okay. Well, you're telling me how to do it. Okay, so that, that's another layer of... That's another layer of knowledge that you can actually take in and absorb and apply. And when you apply this, in this case, you're translating your thoughts into actual into an actual tangible form, which is completely night and day of like where you were before. So keeping all those thoughts internalized or what's going on isn't like it, it, it isn't. Can't say it's not healthy. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Who am I to say? But all I know, do know is that internalizing these thoughts is just going to create more distractions for yourself. Now, again, I was tying that back to the twenty, you know, the younger me. But now, times have changed, and we're here in 2020 with COVID. Everyone's got time. The whole world is fully ingrained with the internet. You know, being online, just being so interconnected, completely something I never imagined even a decade ago, maybe two decades ago. So I found that my distractions now are being, you know, aren't really being, inter like they're internalized in my head, but the root from these distractions that I realized is that I would always find something that I wanted to do that's more interesting that could be done online, whether it's playing a game or browsing social media or anything. So, so I figured, okay, well, these are going to be our external, these are going to be external distractions, okay, that keep me super distracted internally. Like, I've realized that. And that's my tip. That's not just a tip. Like, that's something that I think you guys should realize, too. So if you start labeling or identifying your distractions, and it can be done literally in the same document. You can write the same thing on what's in your mind and just be like, oh, I'm sick of being distracted. And just list all the things you do daily. Just recall your day and just type out. You can type in bullet points. Type in whatever. It doesn't have to be in sentence. Or just type in bullet points. But I figured... Why not right here and now just literally look at everything that I have saved? I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go through an exhaustive list. I might be exhaustive, but I'm gonna go through every little thing that, in theory, if you had, if you had one one or maybe two focal things that if you spent 16 hours a day on your life, your your life's body of work, okay, something that you really want to do, just put all your effort, in. give yourself 16 hours a day, okay. We're assuming you have no, you know, you. We're assuming you don't have to worry about money, whatever. If you keep that framework in mind, say, I want to become the greatest comedian of all time. Okay. You set yourself a goal. So what are you doing day to day that is literally not following that mantra? If it's not there, then it is a distraction in some way, shape, or form. Now, I'm not going to be super anal and be all like, oh, you know, Nazi-like, be like, oh, you can't. You can't look outside because it's a distraction. No, no, that's not how it works. It's what are the things that you're actively doing that are actually going against what you're what you're trying to do. Okay. And uh, after I think I was taking um, the Yale course I mentioned too about the science of well-being, and it's part of it is just our brains. It's just how humans interact. So it's not your fault. 
it's not my fault. It's just sometimes, you know, our brains are just wired to have shorter attention spans. We want more instant rewards. We want to be stimulated all the time. And you could probably you could probably go on a YouTube and type in like dopamine detox. It's kind of like a thing that's going on right now. Where people are just literally unplugging from the internet for a day to help like reset their dopamine stuff and have a more balanced thing. Uh, you know, more balanced life, I guess. And it's you know the solution is not going to be supposed to be done in a day. But the distractions, all in all, if you want to become like a YouTuber, obviously the internet is needed. But like, you, but you want to be doing the activities that matter. And even if they don't matter, you should at least be the bare minimum cognizant of the distractions. So, starting with even websites that are potential distractions. Okay, Google could be a distraction. If you're not searching or learning about things that you want to consume to make your craft better, anything outside of that is a distraction. Heck, even checking your mail, your email, multiple times a day can easily be a distraction. And checking it like three times a day, morning, lunch, and later in the evening, it's not bad. You know, you catch up on emails, part of the day. But every five minutes, if you just want to see if anything came in the email, again, like essentially a distraction. Right. So now we're just, just going to keep going down this list as I'm looking at stuff. Twitter, scrolling on Twitter, it's a distraction. Facebook, distraction. Okay. Any social media site, Snapchat, whatever. Distraction. I think I talked about all the apps I had on my phone. These are all distractions. I'm literally just going... Again, this time I'm naming them. Uh, whether if it's like looking at a Slack message. Hanging out in Slack. You're just not really focusing on one thing. Talking with coworkers and whatnot within Slack. If you really don't need to do that, that's more or less a distraction. Now, I will have to add this caveat because I know some people are going to be like, Oh, yeah. Distraction? You mean I can't interact with people? No, you can't interact with people. You just have to be mindful of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Okay? If you're at work and people are kind of having like a 10, 20 minute break and you're already there and people are kind of going back and forth shooting the shit, dude, like, go all for that. Like, I'm not telling you to be like a Shaolin monk and just go away in solitude. Okay? But, you know, there's a big difference between like being in solitude for one and being lonely. So, yeah. Okay, and these are just things I'm talking about, just online, okay? Uh, going on YouTube, whether it's on your phone, looking at YouTube videos. Uh, I mean, uh, there are, there's a lot of good stuff on YouTube, I'm not gonna lie, like a lot of entertaining videos, a lot of sports videos, a lot of analysis videos, analysis videos, I should say. Uh, a lot of, like, say, marketing videos if you're interested, a lot of comedy videos, there's anything and everything you, you want is on YouTube, okay? And, again, if you have a goal in mind, of, like say one thing if your goal in mind is to be like hey you know what do i want to do in my life okay figure that out browsing youtube videos looking at like music videos reading comments doing all that isn't going to be doing much for that unless again you have a certain intent on why you're doing it and most of the distractions i've realized especially as i started um, writing are just mainly due to me not like not wanting to work on anything. Don't want me, wanted me to, for me to shut my mind off of the day, shut my mind off of work, and relax, and just not deal with the world. The the thing here though is that if you don't want to deal with the world, you can you know you're still distracting yourself by in by consuming other content to replace 
something to replace the thoughts that you don't want to have with yourself. Okay. And again, this I don't know if this applies for everyone, but it, I just noticed this happens to be a thing that does translate into sleep, because that's going to be the only thing you're going to have to do to do when you sleep, is that you're going to have to be, be with your thoughts. Of course, it, unless you listen to this podcast or whatever, you might have some, um, you know, uh, ch- chatter that's coming from me, and it obviously will distract you from your mind chatter. And I think that's still, I still think that's still a viable solution to a symptom of a problem. Okay, ideally, you know, in the perfect world, no one would actually need this podcast because they can sleep easily. But you know, millions, if not billions, of people still struggle. And again. Um, I'm not saying all that's related to distractions. This is just one key point of emphasis that I think, might, that think, I, I think, I know I'm stuttering here, but um, could be a specific activity that can prevent like one aspect of restlessness or racing minds or even just like I said, maybe insomnia. But again, going back to the document that I initially wrote, I think the intro that I wrote made sense and why I'm doing, but. To explain to you guys the importance of it, I figured, you know, my mind was still going, I figured, why not just write the logic, right? Because it sounds crazy. If we're always distracted, we're always just being bombarded from, like, TV, Netflix, shows, everything else to just block ourselves from reality, from the stuff we got to deal with day to day, and we're still stuck awake at night, like, you know, why can't we just translate these thoughts into something that's tangible and just drop the thoughts completely? Sounds absurd, right? At least that's the logic that I wrote initially. I mean, it says, I mean, I literally say, it sounds crazy, right? Here's my logic. If I have to write something in here, it means that I'd rather be doing this than something that I quote-unquote should be doing. And whatever quote-unquote this is will actually be documented and studied as to what learning should be for people like me. That's usually up for the individual decide. to decide. In other words, this is an outlet for my thoughts and that's got to be worth more than consuming media. There's nothing wrong with consuming media, but my current habits weigh heavily on time and informa- heavily on the time and information investment. And let's be honest, it has little to negative value with my current methods of just consuming media, consuming television, consuming YouTube, consuming Reddit posts, consuming social media, consuming Twitter, consuming Facebook, consuming video games, consuming mobile games on my phone, consuming literally anything that could be consumed. I was just finally trying to find ways to avoid actually quote-unquote producing and focus on my efforts on consuming. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is that at the end of the day, the distractions that we're dealing with are more or less being caused by us consuming so much that we're not producing enough to keep us focused on what we really want to do. I think when we try to sleep, no, it's not all the case, but at least when I had my troubles sleeping, it was from a myriad of reasons, but some of the reasons will still involve just me being inside my own head, me overthinking. Hell, there are even times where I would make up in the middle of the night, uh, and I would just you know, go to the bathroom, come back, lay down, and my first thought in my head was going to be like, well, I'm wide awake. I'm not sleeping for the next four hours. Completely unprompted. And I would just try to close my eyes and sleep. It would be like 1.30 in the morning, and next thing I knew, I'd be laying in it's 3.30, 4.30. 
five in the morning. And then I'd finally say, like, screw this, I'm going to try to do something that I'm going to stay awake. And then I get, like, a good half an hour of chores in, and then I just fall asleep, feeling really groggy. But that initial thought of saying, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay up, like, just, this happens all the time. And that was always the first thought of many. I believe that's just due to the fact that I've spent so much time focusing on consuming what was going on. That, my, that it just left my default to be like, well, if I can't sleep, then I'm just going to have to deal with it, and there's nothing else I can do. And by acknowledging it, at least here, and writing it down and seeing it, it's, a, it's just saying, like, okay, well, I have the option to now strike through the words. I have the option to delete it. Okay, I've already written it down, but I'd rather just keep it written down and cross it out than just to delete it. Um, because, I don't know, I feel like if I delete it, then those thoughts might come back, those random distracting thoughts of just nonsense, just thinking about random stuff. Um, however, the last few weeks especially, I've really been putting a huge emphasis on focus uh, for me. Uh, because I, wor I, I work my best. Maybe it works for you guys too, but I work my best when I'm hyper-focused or I am not distracted. Where I can work for long periods of time, and if I wanted to take a break, those are breaks, not distractions. Okay, I don't have to spend 12 hours a day doing one thing. However, I can spend 12 hours a day doing something that I find awesome that I could be doing, that I'm doing, that is fulfilling, that is fun, and still take breaks and enjoy life as needed because I'm doing what I'm doing. Now, the thing is, and I don't think, I'm actually going to take a firm stance on this is that social media itself is not just a distraction, but it is a huge negative towards just life in general. I mean, you, like, I'm seeing this more and more, and the more, the more I'm, I'm pulling myself away. And it's been many months since I've talked about you know, social media distractions as being a distraction, so it's a, it, it's, it's a journey. It takes a lot. It's taken me time to acknowledge and just get off. Like I don't know how or why or when I just became so like fixated on like social media, browsing, looking at memes, and yes, they are hilarious. But it just got to the point where it's just like, oh, I'm literally just wasting time. And it's not even like I, it's not even I'm on a break and just browsing. It's like the first thing I wake up. Oh yeah, I'm gonna hit check my mail. Cool. Oh no, magically I'm on Facebook liking memes or doing whatnot and, and it's like 30 40 minutes and I'm like what the hell like that's just literally 30 or 40 minutes I could have just done something else and it doesn't have to be much of something else so at the end of the day it just comes down to bringing value to yourself or bringing value to the thoughts that you have that might be blocking what you're trying to do and by writing this document, and again, those are the first two things that popped up in my head. It's like, well, why am I writing this? And here's why, I, sorry, here's what I'm writing. And why I'm writing it, and here's the logic behind it in case it just doesn't make any sense. So, uh, yeah, and then just going down the list, it's a Saturday night. It started out as a couple paragraphs, and now I'm, in, I'm almost at 50 pages of just writing. So. I'm making my default distraction, quote unquote. I say default distraction to be writing. That's it. 
I'm not writing for a specific audience. I'm only telling you what I've written here as an example, but it's not to be, um, it's not to be done as a way to be like, oh, here's what I'm writing, I'm promoting, I'm doing this. It's like, no, here's just what I'm writing as a guideline in case you have no place or way to get started. Now, what I write specifically? That's really up for me. I don't have to tell you guys anything, but I will. No. <laughs> uh, some of the things I've done, just to give you some writing prompts in case you just don't know where to begin, outside of just typing with the first thought. Uh, I mean, I've written... Uh, I've written here. Um, more of my logic behind it. Uh, Distraction-free internet rules. So these are the rules I've written, like my first draft of the rules, and top distractions that I've noticed and certain things I'll really want to focus my energy on. So, distraction-free rules and potentially a browser idea if you wanted like distraction-free internet, who knows? One, no social media access. Two, no notifications. So yeah, no email notifications, no browser notifications, nothing. Three, no ads. Turn on ad blockers, turn off anything that might be stimulating. Like as you go and it'll distract you because that could be a whirlwind of random stuff. Uh, always keep my first tab using the momentum tab so I'm not looking at different links. It just tells you the time and I get going. And, you know, using search engines, obviously, you can use what you use, video, YouTube, or whatever, but I'm mainly using those to do research on uh, learning how to do documentation, if I'm going to do shopping specifically, um, email um, as needed, uh, marketing-related stuff, consulting-related stuff, sleeping research, and like um, I have this AP, which is, I think I mentioned this before, astral projection. Okay, that stuff interests me. Uh, looking at it now, I still have seven things. So if I really wanted to, I could whittle that down. I really had to say, um, whittle that down to a couple. Uh, the thing is, like, this is still going to be a changing document. Because as the more I write, I realize the more I really like writing. Um, because I can actually. At this point, I've been writing so much that my, I can actually write as I'm thinking. Um, to where before, if I would write, my brain would get so ahead of itself that I would kind of lose the train of thought and then I'd be frustrated. So it still takes some practice, but, but as I write more, the more patterns that I see, uh, the more focused I can actually be. If that makes sense. Because I can actually visualize where all of my content is pointed at, even without really trying to think. So, by doing that, I can just start measuring, well, where I'm going to go. Okay, what am I writing, where am I going, and why am I writing it? Versus thinking about it all the time and, and assuming I'm just caught up in my head thinking about wanting to do this, doing that. It's like, no, I'm like, I'm literally, it's there. And uh, <laughs> I added this part, too. Um, so this, I'll include these sections too because I think it actually makes sense and why I'm doing the things I'm doing and hopefully it makes sense um, to you. So back to the reason why I'm writing this or reading this to you as well. It's an easy way to, it's, it's way too easy to watch television, hop on the internet, play games, get distracted. So why not just create a new distraction that prevents somebody from making minus EV decisions or distractions? For me, that's writing. This, this likely won't be shown unless requested. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, I meant the whole document. Okay. Um, then I added an update. Update, another reason is that Little Wade spent like a month writing all down, like writing down all his thoughts on paper. So by the time he was done, all of his pre previous thoughts were laid out and he didn't need to keep them in him anymore. 
He can then move forward and take everything in since he was no longer distracted. I want this to be my goal. So far, only two hours a day or so might be enough, but I can only, but I can only write whatever comes to mind right now. I'll add more intent to drive better direction. What to expect? This is another cue that I wrote just for, for myself and why I'm writing. I'm writing this to remind myself the thoughts in my head. I'm not sure if my memory is turning to shit or if I really don't have a for that. I really don't have a sense of direction. So with the advice from Lydia the World and people listening who are awesome, I will write down my thoughts. Um, maybe something that keeps popping up will come to mind. I might have a huge passion I knew about but never realized it. But if, but if my mind keeps running, then my fingers have to catch up. So I started, I was like initial jur- like journaling of just like, oh, here's my day. Or here's literally what I'm thinking right now and use that as my day journal. I don't know, when you start writing, just your thoughts will start spewing. Your thoughts will start spewing into something that you really wanted to get to the point of, or something you really wanted to say at some point in some time. And I think that's kind of where I wanted to get at. It's like there's usually something there. But aside from like journal entries, you know, I talk about certain intents, like intent that I have to do something. Uh, I have a section called comedy, which is the initial reason why I started the document because my wife suggested it. Um, however, I have not written remotely anything funny or not funny but like comedic uh, it was just more of a prompt for me to actually get my ass off and start writing and then I started writing a few stories uh, like movie stories like writing prompts prologues uh, talk about like certain niches cannabis stuff more journal entries I even have a section called regrets I know so that sounds that sounds like holy shit what the hell but I have a section called Regrets. It's not really filled up with much. I just use that as a writing prompt. Maybe something will pop up in my head. But the only way for me to remove distractions that have focus is just to meet this stuff face-to-face. At least that's the logic I'm taking. And then I just have like four non-fictional, or sorry, four pieces of writing that uh, that are just more like fantasy sci-fi stuff. So and th- those just came to mind. I think one day I spent like four hours writing. Literally just started writing and four hours went by and it was like 4,500 words. And then, um, if fantasy is not your thing, I also have a section, feel free to add this to your, to your own part, called it nonfiction pieces. So if there's a piece of writing that you've always wanted to do or if there's a certain message that you've always wanted to say, you just couldn't put it together or you never had the time to start it, uh, for me, I just I just wrote the title of the book. I might talk about it one day, um, but I just figure, okay, well, I'm not going to start writing a book. It sounds stupid. Like I'm not going to just write, even if I have like, if, if I have a good flow and I'm in the zone, it still doesn't make any sense. So I just figured to make it easier on myself and just figure, well, if I if I don't have anything to write, well, why don't I just talk about an outline about things I want to write? What are the main points that I wanted to get at and just start listening them down? I started doing that too. Um, and again, next thing I knew, it was like six hours, and I've written like 5,000 words of just an outline of a book that I haven't even finished outlining. So I never thought I could do that. So even looking back after like five minutes, ten minutes, it's very apparent that, that you know, I wrote this. Or you can go back and be like, holy crap, like, did I actually write this myself? Like, what the hell? Like, that was me. And... Seeing that in real time, seeing the work you put in, even if it's just on a Google Doc form, and comparing that to something that you 
could have done instead of like going on social media and browsing. Your your default distraction in this case is writing. Like you're actually able to see the value that you brought in. And I don't recommend this being like a one and done type of thing. Like literally set this up to where if you catch yourself on social media or whatever, just stop, hit back, and open up your bookmark tab straight to the Google Doc of your writing. Replace those types of distractions with writing. That's it. And just type out your thoughts. Wherever that goes, just let it be. You might have some annoying thoughts, some stupid ones or whatever. That's fine. Just let that go. Just write it, whatever. Put that as a journal entry and then move about your business. Okay? If you have nothing else to write about your day, maybe there's a point that you wanted to make, well, title it something and place it elsewhere. Now, this is still a first draft. I have like almost 50 pages. Um, there's probably some other like next level stuff that I'm hoping to do later on once I have more content. But uh, I'm trying to keep this particular page 50 pages max, which means which means if I go over 50, then I'm going to have to take a piece of of writing that I have labeled, whether if it's like a book or fantasy or even just journal entries, and move it to its own separate document where, where it will live there. By doing that, I will, one, make it easier for me to identify like what I'm writing, for one, in a particular paper. But two, it's going to force me to decide what is actually worth keeping on this page, like the most important stuff. Um, so ultimately, it's I could see this turning into like almost a massive table of contents and then just a hub of me writing my pure thoughts and then moving that to the appropriate place. Sounds like it's like something from like Minority Report or something weird, but that's generally how my mind operates. And uh, it, for me, it's always worked for the better. It's just only now I'm just documenting it, documenting it and realizing it. Um, another big thing too, and maybe some of you guys have this, um, but I've noticed this a lot for me. It's like it deals with like a lot of imposter syndrome stuff where where you want to create content and do something, but then you spend so much time looking at what other people are doing, comparing yourself to them. And again, that involves social media and looking at things. And again, if that's a distraction on one end, you're also comparing yourself to others, doing the things that you shouldn't be doing anyway. So you're kind of like double negative. You're, you're kind of just double downing the terribleness of that habit. So even just by just getting off social media, stop reading other things, or at least like keep that very limited, I'm not letting outside inf influences actually get to me. It's easier said than done. Uh, and I felt like I never had to worry about that until recently, which I have no idea why I'm even worrying about it. So I'm just forcing myself to not even um, go on social media and think about that stuff. It's a lot easier to go that way than to, to try to mentally block that stuff out when I can physically just do it for myself and not worry about it. Anyways, guys. Hopefully, this helps in the sense of defaulting your distraction to something that's productive. Now, in this case, I mentioned writing because I get to see my thoughts, but if you guys have your own creative outlet, it could be drawing, it could be producing music or videos. But for me, it was just the bare minimum effort to get started, and that's it. And that's what I want you guys to try to do. It's like, just do the bare minimum to get started. Hopefully, if this works out for you, let me know. Uh, you guys should have my information. I usually post my email and stuff on my uh, description. 
But in case you don't know, if you're just, just a little bit lazy and you just want to get straight to the point, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Droolish Podcast or email me, droolishpodcast at gmail.com. And let me know if that works. If I didn't, hopefully this piece of advice and distraction removal tip will clear clear your mind. Because I firmly believe that just writing all your thoughts, like I, I don't think I've actually recalled a single thing that's been running through my mind since writing this. Like something I wrote on here and it hasn't really popped up like in frequency because I know where it's at. That being said, I still have like 80 billion things that are in my mind right now that are just a waste of time, but I just need to get that out on a piece of paper and just not worry about it anymore, okay? Just get that out. Um, so that's what I'm going to do right now. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Not many parting words this episode. Um, so I just really wanted to get this across... Uh, I wanted to help you guys out if, the, if, the, if it does help. And uh, if you happen to be sleeping, then I guess in your dreams, just keep yourself a note in mind while you're still dreaming to to write a Google Doc. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. Write a Google Doc. I'm the voice in your dreams. If you happen to be dreaming, write a Google Doc. I don't know if that's going to work, but I'll keep it. I'll keep it chill. You guys are super amazing as usual. Um, but until next time, take care and dream easy. <laughs>